Welcome again to our podcast. God bless you. I'm so glad you're listening today. You know, God has a plan for your life. He will succeed. And this is your opportunity to participate because today we're going to discover and we're going to embrace some truths that will change our lives forever. That's what truth does. It changes us forever. I love the thought. I love the fact. I love the experience that one decision can change the course of destiny, not just an individual's destiny, but can change the course of this world. Do you realize how many things depend on one person's decision? You know, how much is depending on your decision? How much of your family, your future, how much of other people's futures depend on one decision that you could make? Hopefully those decisions you're making will impact people in a positive way. Your children, your grandchildren, you know, the weight of the world at times seems upon us and truly the weight of some people's world is upon us from time to time. And so it's important that we open up our hearts again today and let the word of God soak us and let the word of God just permeate our lives, our bodies, our minds, so that we can take that word and build a life, a future, build God's kingdom in our life for other people to see and embrace. You make a difference. God has a plan for your life. Today, we're going to be talking about a story and a character in the Bible. The story comes from Genesis chapter 24 all the way through the whole chapter. Oh, it's a long chapter, 67 verses if you want to read it. But what a wonderful story. It's a love story, and it tells us about the will of God and how God interacts with so many elements and so many individuals, forming his will and bringing us out to our greatest day. It's also a love story about how a woman who was in a moment of life, how she didn't realize that God had a plan for her life, and and the plan that God had for her life would take her on great adventures and and give her a, a, a tremendous opportunities, but she had to be willing in life to do some very simple things. You know, so much in life and so much in, in our destiny and so much in our future depends on us being willing workers, depends on us doing what God really has left us to do and has made us to do, created us to do, uh, wants us to do. So much depends on us living life right living within the confines and with the expectations that God has for every individual. You know, we cannot just live a rebellious renegade uh, um, happen, you know, happenstances here and there and everywhere off the charts and expect it to fulfill God's purpose in our life or take us closer to the destiny that he has planned for us. And lest you imagine that every person reaches their potential, uh, you need to think again. Remember the young rich ruler that Jesus encountered on his way to Jerusalem uh, during the last couple of weeks of Jesus's earthly life and ministry. He was on his way from the Galilee down through Jericho and on up to Jerusalem to the cross. And on his way, just before reaching Jericho, a young rich ruler came to him and, and said, uh, uh, Jesus, you know, what, what, what do I have to do? And, and Jesus told him what he needed to do to follow him. And, and the young rich ruler at the end of the story went away sad because he was unwilling to to do what Jesus asked him to do. And it was simply to trust in God with all of his heart and, and not to trust in his riches. He was simply asked to make Jesus, to make the will of God, to make the word of God and the way of God his priority. 
The man was so sad because he had great riches, and he was depending on his riches to help him, not only in this life, but in the life to come. And here Jesus was giving just a clear picture to this man that there's so much more to life than what you see around you. There's purpose. There's destiny. There are things that that would unfold. There are things that could unfold in your life, but it will take you taking a step with God. It will take you humbling yourself, submitting yourself to God, and it may take you becoming great in your ordinary. You may actually need to develop a consistent humility in your life, a consistent willingness to do your part and to do the mundane day in and day out, humdrum, everyday stuff in a good way. You know, sometimes life can be boring and it can present some great hurdles to us just getting up and going to work every morning or, or you know, uh, getting up and, and, and cleaning the house again or cooking meals again or, or you know, buying groceries again or, 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 you know, putting gas in the car again or taking the children to school again or, or you know, uh, making the bed again or, or uh, you know, uh, uh, working, uh, you know, at that, at, at that office, uh, you know, uh, nine to five or eight to five or nine to three or whatever you work, you know, uh, going to school, uh, taking that test again, you know, um, reading another book, uh, uh, you know, on and on and on, day in and day out, you know, that humdrum normalcy of life, the, the normal. But if we cannot be great in our ordinary Seldom do we qualify for extraordinary opportunities, and such is the case in this story we're going to be talking about today. This woman named Rebecca, who would um, end up becoming Isaac's wife. You might remember the story. If you haven't read the story, please go back and, and read it, because Isaac was about 40 years old. He had just lost his mother and his father, Abraham, wanted uh, him to take a wife. He wanted to uh, to make sure that his son uh, had a wife before Abraham passed on, as Abraham was imagining what happened to him at that moment. And uh, he, he did not want Isaac to marry one of the local women in the area of Canaan where they lived. And so he sent a servant back to his family, back to a place in the right in the edge on the border of Syria and Turkey today in the far eastern part, southeastern part of, of Turkey. And uh, it was a, a place where Abraham and his wife Sarah had lived for some time, and, and uh, their, their family was there. The servant of Abraham had found a place by a well to rest. And while he was resting there, he was praying to God. And he said, God of Abraham, if you would just point out the woman that you uh, have and that is your plan for my master's son to marry, Lord, I would appreciate it. And, and here's what I would like to do as I put a fleece before you, God. Here's what I would like to do. Uh, the woman who comes out, whom I ask for a drink, and she gives me a drink, but she also says something else. The woman that says, sure, go ahead and drink. And listen, let me draw water for your camels to drink as well. He said, Lord, the woman that says that, I will know that, that if she says that, then that will be the woman for my master's son. Now, that was a pretty tall order, by the way, because as these young women who were coming out uh, to draw water, they had not necessarily uh, uh, imagined that day that they were going to be drawing water for a long time or that doing so much work. They were just coming to get some water. What, what type of individual was the servant of Abraham looking for? Well, someone who was kind, someone who was caring, and someone who was a hard worker. Someone who would not only 
do what they were asked to do that was reasonable to give a stranger a drink of water, but also someone who was willing to go the extra mile, willing to do more than just the minimum. And that's what uh, um, he was looking for. That's often what God is looking for. I know it's often what we look for, not only in a mate, not only uh, in, in someone we're going to join our life to, but also, uh, you know, and join our life in business, join our life in other arenas of life. And if if we are looking for someone who will do more than just the minimum and not grudgingly even just do the minimum, you know, okay, go ahead here, here's a drink of water, but someone who will with joy and with, and, and, and with willingness, not only do what they're asked, but do uh, more than, you know, uh, if we're looking for someone who will do more than their part joyfully, should not then we therefore be that kind of person as well? who would not only do what is necessary, do what is asked, do what is needed with joy, but also be willing to do just a little bit extra. Well, this was a lot extra, by the way, because, you know, uh, when when Rebecca came out to draw water, she was unaware of her destiny. And so was Eleazar, the servant of Abraham, unaware of the destiny that they were about to enjoin themselves to. And as she came to draw water, he said, uh, excuse me, you know, she, she went down and got some water in her picture and she was coming back up. Uh, perhaps she had to go down into the well, you know, there may not have been a rope and bucket system there. You know, uh, it, normally in the wells in that part of the world, there are steps that lead down into a huge cavern, uh, something that is dug uh, by hand and is large and, and steps, uh, you know, are, are, are leading down around to it, uh, down to the water. You draw the water and come back up the steps and, and uh, then, you know, you, 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 you dip the picture into the water, come back up the steps and put it on your shoulder and you go away. That's most likely the picture of that, uh, of, of that day. And so as she is coming back up and out with the water and on her way back to her house, presumably, uh, uh, the servant of Abraham says, listen, could you give me a drink? And she said, sure. So she lets down the picture, the Bible says, and, and then uh, she pours it into, his, in, into her hand, lets down the picture from her shoulder. And uh, the Bible says in verse 16 of chapter 24, now, now the young woman was a very beautiful woman. She was beautiful to behold, a virgin, no man had known her. And when she went down to the well, filled her picture, and she came up. The servant ran to meet her and said, Please, let me drink a little water from your picture. And so she said, Drink, my lord. Then she quickly let down her pitcher down to her hand and gave him drink. Uh, whether he drank out of her hand or drank out of his, uh, it, you know, he, she was pouring uh, 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 with her hands and giving him a drink. And then listen to what she said in verse 19. She said, and when he had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. Then she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran back to the well to draw water and drew for all of his camels. Uh, now, isn't that amazing? Uh, here, God had not only fulfilled the request of this servant in pointing out the woman, but listen to what she did. She drew water for all of the camels. He had taken 10 camels with him, you know, uh, at, uh, as presents, perhaps, and maybe he was even riding one or two more. Do you know how much water camels drink? She said, I will not just give them a drink. I will drink until they're finished drinking. Uh, camels uh, uh, can drink about 10 gallons of water in 10 minutes, about, you know, uh, just 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 suck it down, uh, but, uh, but j just at one drinking. But to drink until they are full is about 40 gallons of water per camel on average. 
storage. Now think about this. That's 400 gallons of water that she was committing to draw. And she knew what she was doing, and evidently she did it with joy. Can you imagine, though, this young lady? Perhaps she was, you know, um, 16, 17, 18, 19, you know, uh, probably not much older than that, or she would uh, most likely have been married. But she was just a young lady, perhaps in her teenage years, and, and she was willing to draw, you know, four hundred gallons of water going up and down and up and down and up and down those steps with a picture that perhaps held, you know, maybe a couple of gallons, you know, at most. And, you know, and that water, uh, even if it held three gallons, you know, that that would have weighed, um, uh, you know, uh, 20 pounds, uh, you know, carrying that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. How long? And and he let her continue all of this until she had fulfilled, you know, not she didn't just promise to do it. She did it and she didn't tire out. That's a lot to do. But think about this. Her willingness to do not just what she should have done in giving a stranger a drink of water who was thirsty. That's kindness. But her willingness to go the extra mile and work so hard brought her in such great favor. She ended up, you know, with gold and silver and ended up getting paid greatly, I mean, uh, for, for all of her work. But that's not even the point. Do you know that most likely... That would be the last time that she would ever have to draw water again because her willingness to do her part and her willingness to go the extra mile, her willingness to work hard, and she was working hard for nothing. She had the promise of nothing. She was working hard because of her own character. You see, what you do speaks to the God on the inside of you. It speaks to your own character. But she, as a result of that moment and that hard work, married a man who was one of the wealthiest men in all the land of Canaan. And most likely, that would be the last time she ever had to draw water again. Wow. What a picture of us. The hard work that we do and the willingness that we are, uh, you know, present to God and the heart that we have to do our part, to go even the extra mile, you know, we might not realize that God has plans for us that reach far beyond our willingness to do hard work, our willingness to do our part, our willingness to go the extra mile. Because just on the other side of that extra mile might be the blessing of the Lord that comes upon us, that puts us in such favor and grace and enjoins us to those who have a part in our destiny. And maybe like Rebecca, we never have to draw water again. Uh, what a blessing. Well, today I want to encourage you, be that kind of person who is willing to do what should be done, willing to do your part, willing to do what you know God requires, what culture may demand from time to time, willing to do even what others might ask you to do to meet their simple needs, realizing that when you do your part and you're willing to do more than your part, you become a, a commodity. You become a, 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 a very uh, desirable commodity that God can bless in immeasurable ways. Perhaps the hard work that you've been putting in you think has not been recognized. Going the extra mile not recognized, that's not the truth. God's watching you, and you are on your way to destiny. You are on your way to a purpose. God has a plan for your life. You are on your way to your greatest day. Do your part. Go the extra mile. Be willing to serve with joy. 
and watch and see what God will do. Let's pray today that God will give us a heart and will not be grumbly and will not be complaining and will not be people who are who are found uh, you know doing uh, just the bare minimum or less than the minimum or are not wanting to work at all or do our part at all. You know relationships um, are all about everyone doing their part. Do your part, okay? And uh, be the kind of person that everyone wants to be on their team. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we pray, sir, that you would stir within us the heart, Lord, and the wisdom of your word. Lord, you have given us a picture, Lord, of, of grace, Lord. You've given us a picture, Lord, of what you were able to do in the life of someone, Lord, who is giving you things to work with. Uh, unlike the, the, the young rich ruler who was unwilling to go through a hardship, Lord, here uh, Rebecca was willing, Lord. She worked hard, Lord. She was willing to do it for nothing, Lord, just, bec- just because, Lord, of the kindness, Lord, just because of her willingness to do her part. God, you favored her. Lord. Thank you, God, for giving us this picture. Now, Lord, help us, Father, to be willing workers, Lord, willing to do our part, willing to go the extra mile, Lord, willing to help, willing, Lord, to to share, Lord. And uh, God, bless us, oh God, Lord, with, uh, with uh, Lord, a life, a future, Lord, a destiny that only you can provide. Lord, we pray blessings, Lord, upon us, Lord, and upon all those, Lord, that we interact with all those, Lord, that we join our lives to or that you join us to. Father, bless us, sir, that we might also have this testimony, Lord, that we were willing, Lord, in the day of need. Thanks, God. We love you, sir. Amen. God bless you. I love you. And I will see you right back here on the next podcast. Be a willing worker and go the extra mile.